Screenless. Hello and welcome to another creative cuppa. If you don't have a cuppa in hand, I suggest you hit pause and pop the kettle on, unless you're driving or out for a jog. It was really encouraging to discover that some people in the creative industries aren't just surviving during the pandemic, but thriving. Clemency Bunn's greeting cards business has gone from strength to strength in 2020. And for someone who claims she's not very good at selling herself, the way she talks about art and creativity will make you smile and want to go and take a look at what she's producing, which you should because it's brilliant. Without further ado then, enjoy this chat with Clemency Bunn. Clemency Bunn, artist, pun maker and director of Citrus Bun Illustrations. Welcome to Creative Cuppa. Thank you very much for having me. Lovely. It's a pleasure. Uh, we'll come on to your business, Citrus Bun, in a moment. But first, let's talk about your props, painting and scenic artwork. OK, you've been the supervising props painter for Disney's Aladdin, the scenic artist and props painter for Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs, props painter for Warner Brothers' Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, as well as props maker and painter for TV shows like Call the Midwife on the BBC. How did that journey begin for you? Uh, It began on a small island called Brownsea Island in Poole. Um, It's actually also coincidentally where the Scouts were started. Yes, Um, yeah, I know that area. I was down (laughs) in Bournemouth on the weekend, actually. Oh, lovely. Um, So Poole is where I, I hail from. And my dad and I used to do amateur dramatics a lot. After I I studied fine art at Aberystwyth Uni. And when I finished, I had to move back home because it turned out there weren't a huge amount of jobs for fine artists in the real world. Um, And I was working as a PA for Paul Borough Council whilst doing amateur dramatics in the evening. And I used to paint their scenery for them. And I was a bit miserable uh, because being a PA wasn't my dream for the housing department. And... um, and someone said, well, why don't you paint scenery for a living? And I thought, gosh, that's, surely that's not a career. Someone would have told me if that was a career option, <laughs> surely. Um, and they hadn't, and it was. So I Googled that night, scenic art course, and I found one in Cardiff. And it was a vocational course. So there are lots of excellent scenic art courses in RADA and really excellent procedure schools. But the one in Cardiff at the Royal Rush College was vocational, and they put me on Doctor Who for work experience and uh, something called Da Vinci's Demons, which I think took off in the US, but not here. And so, yeah, that was just such a great way because working in film and TV, it's so insular um, and it's so hard to break in there. Once you know one person, you know, it snowballs, but it's just so hard to make that first connection. So that's what that master's course was perfect for. And that's how I got into it. Fabulous. I saw uh, there was a photo on your Instagram of a gravestone from Doctor Who yeah. with your name on it. Yes. Um, so it's spooky, isn't it? <laughs> it was a bit spooky. My mum really didn't like seeing my gravestone. I'm sure Surely. But they actually, they asked all the cast and crew if they wanted their names on gravestones. And it was shot in Wales and everyone was called William Williams and Evan Evans. And then they came across my name, Clemency Bunn, and were like, what? That's a, n- really? Yeah, you can go in the foreground, that, sure. It is a fine name for, <laughs> for things like that. Uh, I can imagine something like that in Fantastic Beasts, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a real, very characterful name. Yeah. So 
What prompted me to get in touch with you was that I could see your company name, Citrus Bun, was a play on words, which totally ties in with your business, mm. uh, which is very clever. I like a good pun. <laughs> good. So give us some background on the company and what prompted you to set it up in the first place? So I've been working in scenery and props for about five or six years at this point. And whilst it's exciting and varied, I was losing my creativity a little, I guess, because there's such a huge team above you in film and um, giving you instructions and in exactly what shade of green to paint, you know, a table. Um, and it, you know, I was starting to lose that creative vision a little. And um, my BA, I actually studied illustration and I wanted to get back to that. So I've always made cards for everyone. And one year I just decided to print out a hundred rather than 20 of the cards I needed for Christmas. And um, it was kind of snowballed from there. And it's, it's yeah. been really fab for, um, the in-between jobs times because obviously freelance scenery artists there's always bits in between and it's been really great for lockdown I've had a lovely time and actually orders have increased because people weren't leaving home and I sell online so it's been really bad to spread the citrus from word and also one other thing I found was a lot of the cards I came across in shops were either funny or kind of like a luxury paint feel. There weren't many that joined in the middle. There are lots of, and I really love watercolour and I really love traditional art and I really like making people laugh. So that was kind of my inspiration. Mm. And a lot of cards, I don't mean to sound like a prude, but a lot of them are quite rude as well. I know. And you, you don't always want to send a rude card. No, they've got all the worst words on them and I just don't like that. I want an innocent pun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You want something that is, you know, fun for all the family. Mm. Like, oh, camel, you faithful, which I'm <laughs> looking at now on your Instagram. Is that part of your Christmas collection? Yes, yes, it this is. This year? Yeah, I've got a Christmas collection. The most popular card is our T-Rex card, Dinosaur. Okay. I don't know. They just, he's, he's <laughs> our most popular card throughout the whole year. I don't know why. Just people like his little face. Oh, wow. And you illustrate the animals using mm. nothing but as you've described it, nothing but watercolours and puns. Mm, yeah. Which is quite nice. Yeah, the puns are harder than the watercolours. So is watercolours something that you specialised in in college or is it something you come to later on? No, it actually isn't anything I did in college. Weirdly, my grandma used to paint on watercolour, but she never taught me. She oh, wow. she passed away a long time ago. So I don't know, maybe it was just in my blood. <laughs> um, yeah. It's something I came to more recently. Partly because I used to live in a small flat and it was easier to do that than big acrylic mess and oil paints. Um, but now I love them. I, can't, I wouldn't go back now. Yeah, yeah. I suppose, yes, it feeds into you are lacking that creative spark mm. with your scene. Mm. I, I suppose uh, kind of delving into something new mm. really feeds into that creativity, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think with watercolour, there are lots of happy accidents. You don't always know where the paint's going to go, whereas... In my day-to-day life with scenery, I have to know exactly what's going to happen because I've been given a very strict brief. And so I quite like the experimental element of watercolours. I was um, speaking to another guest recently, Gabrielle Ruffle, uh, who's an artist from Bristol, and she uses oils. And she likes it because it's the opposite. Uh, She can come back to it the next day and she can still uh, manipulate the the oils on the canvas mm. so it's really interesting that is yeah i love i used to have learnt in oils when i was a kid and and i liked that as well that you can come over and also nothing's permanent in oils that you can take it off with white spirit or you can just go back over the top of it so thick enough whereas watercolors 
once it's there it's really there it's soaked into the paper and if it's gone wrong you kind of just have to start again (laughs) yeah that's amazing and just looking at the uh imagery and cards on your instagram site they they just look lovely very nice and colorful so you run you run citrus bun with your husband yeah what's that like (laughs) he's he's an assistant um he he's helping me follow my dream he's a physiotherapist so he's busy himself but uh the idea we live in london at the second working in scenery the idea is that we can move back down to pool by the beach and that i can keep running citrus bun whereas scenery quite dries up ever so slightly down into the south so um he's helping me follow my dream he's he's a really great assistant he helps me with the dragging things to the market and publicity (laughs) sometimes when he's got the energy (laughs) so many creative jobs have peaks and troughs Mm. um composing music is another one Mm. uh you know series by series you you suddenly get to the end of a series and go oh right what now yes yes Um, and I see these big productions as kind of oil tankers and uh, they're so slow to get going. They can be in pre-production for years, can't they, mm. before anything happens? Yeah, so, and then all of a sudden it's a very, it's, I don't know if that's the same with you, but it's, it's you know, we're, we're filming Star Wars and we need someone for eight months, but tomorrow, can you start tomorrow? And I kind of, <laughs> yeah. I'm always thinking, really, surely you knew about this. <laughs> but yeah, that's just Exactly, how it exactly. So last year you were the winner of the BCTF, which is a British Craft Trade Fair Greetings Card Award, was, 2019. Yeah. What was it like to be recognised like that? It was shocking because uh, I'd only been in <laughs> in the business for a, a year and a half, um, and I just felt so overwhelmed. I was stood in the crowd clapping along all the other winners, and they said my name, <laughs> oh. and my husband looked at me like, "Come on, off you go." That's it was just um yeah quite baffling i'm quite i'm not someone who likes to brag so i find instagram hard work because i don't like to write i did this i've done that look at my art it just doesn't come naturally to an artist or it doesn't to me anyway and so yeah to be recognized was really humbling and lovely and exciting that people found my cards funny and yeah Yeah. and reassuring really reassuring yes yes because then a lot of the advice from the Greetings Card Association is that if your business is still going in three years, it's good to go. But there are so many that just don't sell anything. And so, yeah, I'm coming up to the three-year marker. Um, <laughs> um, Brilliant. So we'll Brilliant. You've got to celebrate the small milestones. Exactly, you? yeah. Great. Well, where can people find you online we mentioned your instagram you also have websites i do where can people find you online um, if you'd like to buy a citrus bun card i'm selling them on etsy um they're also available on thoughtful.com and moonpig.com wow Mm, that's a recent a recent one um which is exciting i noticed sorry to interrupt i noticed on your website there's a map where you can go and find Mm. your nearest store for physical citrus bun stock yeah. and actually walk into a shop and get it i know which is which lovely is amazing. and brilliant because we should be supporting all of the independent shops on our high streets so far yeah. i am stocking maybe about 35 shops over the uk um there's quite a few in manchester and london yeah it's worth checking out my website citrusbun.com and that has got a little map you're right which uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm really not great at selling myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, well, I think that if you go and visit the website, 
I think they sell themselves. Oh, <laughs> which I'm, I'm sure the uh, BCTF jurors were thinking exactly the same thing. Yeah. But for now, Clemency Bunn, thank you for joining me for a cuppa. Thank you so much. Thanks again to Clemency for her time. Go and take a look at her cards. They're really great. And, you know, Christmas is coming. Come and say hello on the social media. You can join in the fun on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter by searching for at ScreenlessPod. Actually, on Facebook, I've just created a group called Creative Cuppa on the Screenless page. So if you want to come and have an actual natter and a cuppa, you are very welcome. It's early days there, so I need to put some invites out and let people know it exists. In other news, my other podcast, Making a Soundtrack, starts its second season this coming Friday, looking at the journey of the orchestral score from composer to screen. Again, if you follow at ScreenlessPod on the social media, all the updates and links are posted there. Join me again next time for another creative chat, but for now, thanks for joining me for a cuppa. <laughs>